I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. It's Jean Foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last crunch berry. No! No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. Welcome back to Hack City, Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island, delivering you a recap of FCS football action from week six today. We're going to be talking about Western Carolina surviving a shootout between them and Chattanooga, 52 to 50, and then Montana putting up a little bit of offensive production, 31 to 23 against UC Davis. All that coming up and more on today's show. Sean, can you just share with our listeners a quick word from Bet Online? I would love to. It was going to be my opening point, anyways. I had a feeling that the Cowboys were going to get dusted and busted on Sunday oh. night. I had a good feeling. So I alternate spreaded the six, uh, the Niners to six and a half. They're originally three and a half. Craziness. But I alt spreaded them to six and a half, get myself some better odds. I could have alt spreaded them to, I don't know, 30 and a half. That would have worked. <laughs> You should have. But we'll we'll take the little six, and you know where you should do it at. Bet online. Bet online uh, gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to their website today, or use your mobile device to get in on the action. If you have a hunch that the Cowboys are going to blow it in prime time, make a little hunch. wager at Bet Online. Make a little wager. Remember to use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Well, Sean, speaking of blowing it, we actually had not a not a similar week to week five, but we did have a couple shakeups this week. We had a couple things that happened where teams that we thought were really good ended up completely stumbling against opponents that they maybe not should have dominated, but should have beaten, and that would have helped build the momentum for their season. 
I also the CAA is a complete mess, which we're going to get to in a second. But the the first one, dude, that happened from this week, SIU got manhandled by Youngstown, thirty-one to three. I don't know what happened here, man. This is not one of the games that we're going to be fully recapping, but SIU has been so dominant the entire season, and they laid an egg, half asleep apparently. No, no offensive production, nothing. Complete manhandling by a team whose mascot is a penguin. Yeah, this came out of left field. Uh, Youngstown has been good. They've been a fine program this year. Uh, But SIU looked like they were really making a push. And this is just a straight-up dud from the Salukis. Just a dud. How do you... How do you go into next week now? I mean, you have to you have to flip yeah. it around. You're still in it, but holy hell! I mean, I mean that this is just a a a what the hell? Just this might be a burn the tape real quick, and we'll just get right try to get right back on track. One of the things that was really hard for my ballot this week, in which I think we're going to do some sort of a, a ballot show. I'm going to do it with you this week. Um, mm. I I don't want to move them back that far because they still have a really impressive resume. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later on. Still SIU tough, tough loss. Youngstown starting to remind us that they are a quality college football program in the FCS ranks deserve to be a top 25 team. Incarnate word narrowly escapes Southeastern Louisiana, 33 to 26. I mostly threw this on there because of the barnyard ass play that happened. I think it was a two point conversion where the, there was a, an attempted, um, reverse or whatever they tried ball comes flying out ball goes just bouncing all over the place and in a card word defender picks it up and just hawks his way to the end zone for for some points for uh for incarnate word that had to have been one of the funniest plays of the season i mean i thought you were putting it on because incarnate word has been rolling this season and CeeLo was a quality opponent and not just because you wanted to use the term barnyard but i like it either way uh, Cornet Word, I think, still in my top ten after this. They they kind of have. To yeah, be. yeah. Uh, I'm not making any movement. Southeastern Louisiana has been very underwhelming, which is a huge disappointment, dude. This was the weird one. Do do we need to start talking about NAU being that, a wagon? Don't is- even. Yeah, don't. I, I, somebody teach me about NAU because they are causing problems this season. Somebody needs to teach me about them. NAU beats Weaver, twenty-seven to ten. Now, when I was doing my ballot, I was like, do I need to think about NAU for a second? Then I pulled up their schedule, and, and they yeah. they don't have a good resume. But I think it it legitimizes some of the other wins that they've had. I don't know. This, the whole thing is just weird. I, I took Weber out. You can't you can't have, have as many losses as they've had. And then also to lose 27 to 10, big yuck. Yeah, Weber, weird, weird season. I mean – genuinely weird they have a really good win of over uni and then they get 40 bombed by montana state and then lose to northern arizona so weber another weird season from them so here's the thing with with nau stomped out by north dakota stomped out by utah tech Mm -hmm. beats montana uh loses narrowly to sacramento state and then beats weber they are just a problem causer. They have, they have no intention of going to the playoffs. No, they have no intention of doing anything good. It's just we're going to screw everything up for everybody and make it confusing. 
They're they're just the the terrier that is fine fighting the the pit bull or the Great Dane or, or whoever. It's a it's a dog that does not care the size of the other dog. A really really weird team. Yeah, UT Martin ends up beating Eastern Illinois, which was a, a team that was banging on the door for me as a top twenty five team. They had a really good record. They fall in overtime, twenty eight to twenty seven. I think that that for me legitimizes how good UT Martin is. They. They have to really get that signature win because their schedule's been a little soft. They do have a beatdown on Houston Christian. I think it was like 66 to something. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, overtime victory. Nice nice win for uh, Eastern Illinois. Or sorry, for UT Martin over Eastern Illinois. Yeah, I think UT Martin was floating around my low 20s. I, I think they still stick around the low 20s on my latest poll, if I recall. They're winning games, which is important. And they're winning and they're putting up a lot of points. but. I don't know if they're ready to if if I'm ready to push them up into the teens yet. They just seem like another couple wins off from that. Yeah, I haven't really played anyone, so it's a little bit of a tough uh, tough sell. They they did play highly ranked Houston Christian though, so that mm. legitimizes their placement in the top twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last yeah. one is one that I called and one that I'm very happy about. Um, North Carolina Central. Beats Elon 34 to 23. Been very impressed with North Carolina Central. I also went as far as to say this last week. I wasn't really buying in on the Elon smoke. I think they just had a really good game last week. And NCCU has just been way more consistent than Elon. Them losing to Gardner Webb was why I wasn't really in on, on Elon doing anything. My main takeaway from this, because we already knew that North Carolina Central was good, the CAA is up for grabs. It yeah. is completely, absolutely up for grabs. Whether that ends up being, I, I think it's going to be a race between Villanova, Rhode Island, and Delaware. I think that the other teams are kind of picking each other off right now. God, yeah, that's a mess. Uh, North Carolina Central is very good, and they might have a player coming up on Fat Stats later oh. in the show because oh. this uh, this player uh, balled the <laughs> hell out against Elon. Balled the hell out. Mm-hmm. All right. Western Carolina 52, Chattanooga 50. It's like this was a tree that fell in the forest and nobody heard about it. Just kidding. Um, it was really hard to track down track down any footage of this game. I will be completely honest. Uh, the Western Carolina Twitter account didn't even post video of their own game. So mm. um, had to go through some creative means to get eyes on this one. It was really exciting. There was a span where three touchdowns and a field goal were scored in the final seven minutes of the first half, which gave Chattanooga a 27-21 lead at halftime. I believe that the time of possession, too, was insane. It was like 40-something for Chattanooga and 18 for Western Carolina, which is even crazier that Western Carolina won. And it kind of plays to what we know about both these teams, where Western Carolina can score in an instant, and Chattanooga, a little more of a grind out, has some good running backs. Um, There were a lot of long scoring plays. Every time that you... You looked back at, okay, what led to this touchdown? It wasn't first and goal. It was a 35-yard rushing touchdown or a 25-yard something uh, receiving touchdown. A lot, a lot, a lot of long plays that led to scores. The Catamounts at the end of this game end up getting a pick six, of all things, to give them a 49-42 to lead. Chattanooga ends up scoring and then goes for two. They lead 50-49. to So this thing is just... Full chaos mode, full college football chaos mode. 
Inevitably, though, Western Carolina, as we have seen them do already this season, marches down, hits a 32-yarder to win it because they've got a great kicker. Their offense is pretty strong that they can just move the ball down the field when they need to. End up winning this game 52-50. to You were saying before the show, it's pretty impressive that Western Carolina can throw up the, this many points. And I, I will definitely agree with that. Yeah, anytime a team scores 50, uh, it, even if even if they give up 50, the team if, if both teams are scoring 50, the winner is going to earn a good amount of respect from me because it is hard to put up 28 points. Uh, you put up 52 points, you're not having an offensive problem, and especially if your defense if, if it's a true shootout just like this and you're able to come out on top, that's pretty resilient. It's it's very similar to a six three victory in the same aspect of being able to hold on and uh, and stay calm, move the ball when you need to, and, and just and just thug out a win. I mean, the turnovers hurt Chattanooga. Uh, their quarterback Chase Artapias, uh, two picks that hurts. Cole Gonzalez didn't have a pick. I, I'm sure Chattanooga has other plays and other times in this game where they could have scored or they could have moved the ball differently. Uh, but those two interceptions are probably going to be what they're talking about in the meetings. How do we, how did we lose this game? We put up 50 points. You had two turnovers. I, I think that, you know, well, first of all, the turnovers that does Ian in these, these types of shootout situations. So that's absolutely a really good point there. But the, the other thing with this, I think it's really impressive that Western Carolina scored as many points as they did, but shocking. I'm going to say something negative about them. Mm. I'm a little fearful of them giving up 50. They hadn't really shown this much weakness, but for them to give up 50 to not exactly the most offensively potent team, Chattanooga is a good team, but I don't know if they're a 50 burger type team for, for you to be giving up that many points that down the line is going to cause some sort of a problem i don't know if it's against Furman. that game is going to be really critical for the the long-term outlook of of fcs football and in their conference but on top of that when we get to playoff time whoever they play i I don't really have a ton of faith that they're going to be able to stop somebody you know this is kind of like the chaos of usc where they just hope that they get one stop on one drive or, or the ball bounces their way that they're going to finish the game out and that's not a very effective way to live and die by that is how you end up losing a stupid football game and the good thing with fcs football you don't need to run the table you don't need to go and defeat it they can have a couple of losses and they're going to be fine but i just think that that's a concern some people were saying in my comments on the stats bout that i posted that a montana state fan was saying i'm worried if we have to play western carolina i i, I wouldn't totally be because i think you're going to be able to move the ball and that's something that you're not exactly the most explosive offense. You're not a 50-point offense. If you're seeing this, I'm, I'm licking my chops if I'm any team with some good offensive playmakers. I, I think really one true X wide receiver is going to be dangerous for a Western Carolina defense. I mean, Chattanooga's uh, Javen Watley, 11 catches, 231 yards, and four touchdowns. Hate to break one of the fat stats here. What happened? What happens if you play a team that has two of those guys? Yeah. You know, what happens then? And I know Chattanooga kind of does have two of those guys because they have Watley and they have uh, Aleem Ford or Alem Ford. But 
you can't give up 231 yards to one player in a playoff game unless you want to get sent home immediately. You will so, be. <laughs> they just have to scheme up true playmakers opposed to just playing. I think they were just playing like a base defense and saying, this is our scheme. We're going to stick to it. We're going to try to bend, not break. And then I, credit to them. They still won the game, but you're going to have to improve in that area. They are going to have to improve there. Yeah, there has to be some sort of adjustments that are made because the product that was on the field, 50 points, it does spark a little bit of fear. And, and again, the reality here is that Western Carolina, they've had the advantage of playing most of their difficult schedule already. They only really have Furman left. So they're going to finish the season with a really good record at the end of the year. But adjustments do have to be made. So you don't end up having that stupid loss that holds you back. Um, Montana versus UC Davis. I jokingly said this, that Montana had some offensive production for once. I, I don't think that that is a very appropriate description of it. They oh, scored 31 <laughs> and they beat UC Davis 31 to 23. If you look at the score on paper, sure. That looks like a great score. 31 points. Wow. Great job. I, I think that that offense is so unbearably horrible to watch. <laughs> uh, they are just dry paint. I will say, though, defensively, they're as good as they usually are. We talked a lot about their defense. They, they've they got a good running back, Eli Gilman, who had the 85-yard rushing touchdown that helped them uh, really seal the game in the third quarter. That was probably the best offensive play that I've, I saw from the entire game. I feel like every time I was watching any series from this game it was like oh my god are they actually going to move the ball on this on this drive are they going to get into a scoring position to actually score um i don't understand now why montana has struggled it is because of that offense is montana you called you called one team purdue last week is montana iowa you have to wonder i think that they are i think that they are i said idaho and was purdue i said that they Jeff Brom. Oh, that's right. Yes, they yeah, are Iowa. That's they right. are. They, I. You know what? They did enough to to stay in it, which was good. We talked about how it was going to be tough sledding for Montana because their schedule is hideous. They have a gauntlet, and they dug themselves in a hole, and they're going to have to pull themselves out. And credit to them. They got the first step of digging themselves out of the hole. Like, like you got to credit a win. UC Davis isn't a bad team. Uh, putting up 31 points is 31 points. But, uh, I mean, we're all just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Mm. Like, right now, it's, it's just sitting up there waiting for it because they still have to play many good teams. Might be their last week ranked. It really might be. Yeah, the, that was the, – so you bring up a really good part of this. Again, defensively, they're a really strong team, and I think that if you get a couple nice rushing plays from Gilman, like you can score and be fine in a position. And, and they throw the ball fine. It's just not at a level in 2023 where I'm fearful of, of anything. I think that they earned the right to be ranked this week. And I, anyone who sees my ballot and gets upset over that, you're not looking at the big picture. It's a good win, and they're five and one. Yeah, 
I put them at 25. I think it's a fair place to put them. And as you're saying, where what's the rest of their schedule look like? Let's I'm quickly pulling it up here. So uh, they play yeah, Idaho. They have, they have Idaho, Sac State, and then Montana State in, in the next five games. So they're going to finish with four losses, and they're going to make the playoff again. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I they're going to make the play if I, they have four I losses. Don't know about that. If they finish out and they have four losses, book it. They will. They will go to the. They will make it to the playoff. And that's not me saying they deserve to go to the playoff. To be perfectly clear, they are going to slot by with probably two seven-point losses in a in a. 15 point loss to those opponents and they're going to make the playoff. It's going to happen. They shouldn't. Uh, they should not make the playoff if they lose to Idaho, Sac State and Montana State, unless they go to overtime with each of them. They better be brutal, crushing overtime losses. That That is like a coin flip or else we just got to chalk it as Montana didn't make it this year. Boo hoo. So sad. But OK, the counter argument that's going to be made is the teams that they lost to are Idaho, Sac State, and Montana State, and their top teams. What it is, what it is. Um, fat stats. Yeah, not much defense this week. Really, <laughs> really a lot of fat stats, and this was a lot of really good stats that I had to leave on the bubble. Also, that that just couldn't make it in. They weren't fat enough. Too healthy for the club. Uh, let's just start it off right here. Harvard quarterback Charles DePrima, nine carries, 152 yards, three touchdowns. Also went 12 for 29, 209 yards, and three touchdowns. I, okay. All right, man. Go crazy. Holy Cross running back Jordan Fuller, 18 carries, 147 yards, four touchdowns. Central Connecticut State running back Elijah Howard, 23 carries, 257 yards, one touchdown. He also caught mm. them all for 20 yards. Uh, Fordham running back uh, Julius Lowridge. 28 carries, 170 yards, two touchdowns, also caught the ball four times for 50. NC Central uh, quarterback Davius Richard, 11 carries, 114 yards, three touchdowns on the ground, was also 21 for 35 for 171 yards and one touchdown passing. Uh, North Dakota State wide receiver Zach Mathis, six catches, 160 yards, two touchdowns. Quick math on that, uh, yards per catch. I don't know, Joe, what is that, 30? Like 25, something like that? Don't matter. Uh, South Dakota State or South Dakota running back Travis Thice, uh, 26 carries, 190 yards, two touchdowns. He was also integral in that win over North Dakota State. Uh, Mercer wide receiver Ty James just decided it's his day. 14 catches, 285 yards, two touchdowns. Nobody could cover him. Main wide, rece- uh, wide receiver Joe Gillette, Gillette, eight catches, 169 yards, three touchdowns. Richmond. Quarterback Camden Coleman. I, okay, we'll just we'll just let that name be that name. Twenty five for thirty six. Three hundred. He's a freshman, yards. by the way. I think that that kid's a freshman, by the way. Oh, then this this is definitely a fat stat. If this is a freshman doing this, twenty five for thirty six, three hundred sixty five yards, six touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Western Carolina running back Desmond Reed uh, went off fifteen carries, two hundred eleven yards, two touchdowns against Chattanooga. But uh, Chattanooga quarterback Chase Artapius, uh, 29 for 45, 399 yards, five touchdowns, two picks. We already mentioned it, but Chattanooga wide receiver Javen Watley, 11 catches, 231 yards, four touchdowns, two more to go. Stick with me, people. Central Arkansas quarterback Will McIlvain, uh, 21 for 30, uh, 31 for 44, 
397 yards, four touchdowns and a pick. And to close it off, where else will we go? But South Dakota State running back Isaiah Davis, 20 carries, 197 yards, two touchdowns. Play some defense. (laughs) Yeah, no one played defense this week. I think my pick has to be Watley, man. That that yards per carry, uh, yards per catch average, and the four touchdowns. That's that's silly. That's a silly stat line. Yeah, but, I'm a yards I noticed guy. We don't have a lot of. We don't have a repeat. A re- we don't really it's have mixing any repeats up. this year. It, it's mixing up. There is not a. It's not every week we're getting a uh, like a Lindsey Scott. Like like we're not getting that this yeah, year. Or, There's or, no or Bailey Zappi. Yeah, exactly. So we're just yeah. we're just seeing how it goes. I'm going Ty James for Mercer. 285 yards is crazy, uh, and he's a very good player as well. So there's your fat stats, people. Fat stats. Stay fat at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back with more. Enjoy the rest of your week. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last crunch berry. No! No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.